Today's episode is brought to you by Midtown Crossing Grill. Founded in December 2014, Midtown Crossing Grill is a locally owned and operated pizzeria located in the heart of Crosstown, Memphis, down the street from the Crosstown Concourse. Firmly grounded in the belief that unique, excellent culinary creations and attentive, welcoming service defines what we do. Midtown Crossing Grill is located at 394 North Watkins in Memphis, Tennessee. Learn more at MidtownCrossingMemphis.com or on Facebook. Search Midtown Crossing Grill. The OAMnetwork.com. Power to the podcast. Martha, like how when you were talking about like, can we just eat mac and cheese, please? Lisa and I were like, we're not, we're not agreeing with you. <laughs> like, we're, like, we're like, all right. I mean, that mac and cheese can be involved, but. <laughs> oh, no. No, we can't. I'm talking no, like. Post-coitus <laughs> mac and cheese. Like no, there's, I think I'm there's a, nothing better. You're not trying like to like pint of eat ice cream? mac and cheese off your partner's stomach or anything. Hell no. People always Hell go no. with like sweet foods, but like what's wrong with like savory I mac and some, cheese? I want something I savory. A, a sausage and cheese plate. I yeah. know. Chips <laughs> and guacamole. I don't know. Welcome to Family Time with Moth and Michaels. All right, Mothy, what have you been up to? It's been a while since we've been behind this microphone. <laughs> um, well, I've been on hiatus, mm-hmm. which has uh, been lots of fun. And is that I, a fancy way of saying community service? Is well, I, w- I, I wish that I'd done something for the community. <laughs> and, but mostly, I'm just like I've been taking long, luxuriant bubble baths, crying in the bathtub, and uh, reading surrealist short stories about ballerinas that rob banks and shit like that. <laughs> lots of postcoital mac and cheese. Lots of postcoital <laughs> mac and cheese. Yes, I should buy stock in a certain type of, well, anyway, a certain type of lubricant. (laughs) For those that are listening at home, I am Lisa Michaels. I am known as the Purple Hair Tramazon. And I am Moth, 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 and I am Memphis's favorite giant insect drag mistress. But I'm kind of the Emily Dickinson of drag these days, since I don't leave the house. And you heard a third voice right now, and that is the wonderful Louise Page. She is a fucking rising star in this city. Thank songstress yes. magical creature thanks you guys we have a crush on you don't don't oh, think we don't i have a crush on you guys everybody has a crush on louise oh you guys thanks she's an amazing songwriter <laughs> a piano player multi-instrumentalist if i yes. will yeah. and uh and yeah and you vocalist. are and vocalist and you're working on a project right now yes i am i'm working on my first full-length album Hell which yeah. is appropriately called an lp Louise Page, hey. <laughs> I didn't think about yeah, that. Yeah, so it's exciting. So I have two smaller EPs out right now, but this is going to be my first full-length album. I'm recording it at Young Avenue Sound with Calvin Lauber. It's going to be really good. Girl, I'm so I'm excited. I'm really excited about it already. Louise, yeah. when you write, do you write by yourself or do you, you know, collaborate? So I really write by myself. Um For the stuff you hear with the full band, usually what happens is I write the lyrics and the chords and the, you know, the piano part is usually the main instrumental. So I'll have my piano part and my words and my, you know, tune. And then what I usually do with my band, so if anyone isn't familiar with my music, the makeup of my band is two horns, a violin, bass player, and a drummer. And then I'm singing and playing the keys. Um, So usually I bring the song to them. I tell them what it's about, what inspired me to write it, what feeling I'm sort of wishing to evoke with the song. And usually I'll even have, you know, like certain places I want them to play, you know, like horns. I want you to really shine on the chorus and violin. I want you to play something um, kind of sad and sultry on the bridge. And then we'll play through the song. Usually they've had a recording or something to listen to before we get together to practice. And I kind of let... Um, the instrumentalists in my band uh, sort of figure out their own parts because I think it's fun. I think if you're an artist or a musician of any time, being creative is fun and they know their instrument better than I do. Correct. So I would rather kind of give them a direction and a place to play and the chord structure and then let them take the, that outline and write the specific part that they end up playing. So I, I would say I absolutely write all my lyrics, all my chords, and all of the piano parts. And then I have a pretty strong idea for the other parts, but the actual specific notes are written by the instrumentalists themselves. Gotcha. Yeah. So um, it's pretty fun. And I will, I'm 
really open to my band being creative and stuff, but I've also, you know, I'll let them know if I'm like, eh, I actually wanted it to be a little more like this. You know, we work on it together and tweak it around and it's really fun. Yeah, sometimes in my band, yeah. I feel it's a democracy. So, I mean, they're my songs, you know, I bring them to right. the table, but they'll still put their, you know, they'll, I'll right. get outvoted sometimes on stuff. You well, know, like, yeah, I, I really love it. I encourage them to, you know, put their own little tweaky not tweaking, <laughs> tweaks and spins on yeah, it. You said that, you said that yeah. while looking at me, <laughs> darling. No, I've been but, sober for six months. <laughs> but, you know, I, I just, I really do feel that I don't play the violin. So, you know, my violinist is going to write a better violin line than I would be able to. Just like I'm going to write a better piano line than someone who doesn't play the piano, you know. So, so where was your uh, violinist the other night? She uh, was working on Friday night. She was with us last night, though. We played a really fun show last night. Um, this is a thing, too. Like, we uh, sometimes will have, like, slightly altered instrumentation because it's a six-piece band, so not everyone's free every night. Correct. So um, that's kind of fun. Like, this show I played with Lisa on Friday night. I had my trumpet player, Jawan, kind of fill in on some of the violin solos. So we get fun little... Um, you know, there are fun little differences like that. I have to tell you, I was sitting shows. up front, front towards the stage <laughs> and watching both, you know, Mama Honey and y'all. I had the biggest smile on my face. Uh -huh. It's like, this is live music yeah. right here, right now. <laughs> and it was kick-ass. Yeah, that was a fun show. You were kick-ass too. Well, thank you. <laughs> um, we had a show Friday at Midtown Crossing Grill, which is one of our sponsors. And it was um, three bands. It was Louise Page and her band. It was um, my band, Midtown Queer, and Tamar Love's band, uh, Mama Honey. And yes. all three bands were led by, are led by powerful women. Yes. And it happened to be on International Women's Day, and I didn't schedule it for that. That just <laughs> happened, but it was a beautiful. We definitely didn't schedule it for that. No. Oh, yeah. No, we, we rescheduled and rescheduled. Yes. <laughs> like, that was a great show. It really was so fun. And it was cool, too, because I have a new band member. Um a new guy on bass. I'm just going to plug my band really quick. Go I ahead. Please do. Um, Juwan Crawford plays the trumpet. Michael Lorenzi plays the saxophone. And Elizabeth Craig plays the violin. Michael Todd uh, plays the drums. And we have nicknamed him Hot Toddy because there's two Michaels in the band. And we now have Gunter Gaup on the bass. So, and I'm Louise Page. That's what I say when we're playing live. <laughs> but it's really fun. And so Gunter's new. That was his second show on Friday night. And he held his own. Yeah, he did great. And last night we played at Minglewood 1884 Lounge, opening for The Clits and Low Cut Connie. And that was really exciting. I was oh, yes. really excited about that show. And it went great. And Did you spend really time fun. with the other bands? Yeah, yeah. We were all backstage together. And, you know, The Clits are a Memphis band. And I'm kind of friends with them. The drummer in the clits is my really good friend, Claire's mother. So love the clits already. I now love low cut Connie super inspired because they have some crazy piano performance going on. It's cool. It was really fun. <laughs> and I suppose a lot of your fans were there last night. Yeah. Hell yeah. yes. Hell yes. Yeah. Louise is a rock star in this town. Y'all, if you don't know that she is <laughs> and she's super nice. She is Aww, and yes. incredibly inspiring. Yeah. Told you we would be like gushing over you. All right, Moth, I've been running my it. mouth, which is more than I normally do. So <laughs> no, I, I'm fine to, you know, my mood is fully stabilized. So I just take, <laughs> take the lead. <laughs> I love Thorzine. Well, and actually, we are going to take a pause right here and bring Miss Brenda Newport in here. All right, we got Louise here, and she's on a timetable, so let's let's do this. Well, yeah, let me plug really quick. The reason I'm on a timetable is because I've been playing these little lounge piano gigs at local on the square, generally Sunday, Monday, and Thursday. Today is a Sunday, so I will be there performing during brunch. It's really fun. Brunch. So cute. Yeah. So you mm -hmm. can go to local and uh, eat some. What's your favorite thing to eat at local? Mac and cheese. Mac and cheese. <laughs> <laughs> yes. which, which is perfect. Local, locals also got there. A couple of they always have a cute a couple cute gay boys on staff at um, local at any given time. Yeah. I mean, I'm not sure if they're gay or not, but you can find out for me. They're metro enough. Yeah. Yeah. No, everyone there is so sweet. So, yeah. So really we're reaching out to the queer community. You know how to get them yeah. out good music and then like a cute person or two and some good food i mean i'll be there hey and so, louise will be do you there. have a giant library of like cover tunes and stuff 
in your head? Or um, what, do you read the music in front of you? And just yeah, I do. And it's oh. growing the more I play there because I take requests. So every so often someone will request something and I'll play it and I'll be like, I'm pretty good at playing that. So yeah. I'm just going to keep. And I also, um, I'm getting kind of good at this. I'm, cause it is mostly covers. Sometimes I'll sneak in some original songs or if some of my friends are there and I know they know the songs, I'll play an original, but, um, I'll kind of read the crowd. Like there's a lot of white moms songs from a star is born just kill oh, yes. <laughs> they're like twenty dollar tip <laughs> thank yeah. you so much white moms in the game yeah. star is born yeah so i'll kind of <laughs> or you know um like de- if there, if it's like a lot of dads i'll do like dolly parton johnny cash mm. stuff like that young people i'll do um rihanna or i have an ariana grande cover or you know just kind of more contemporary i mean star is born is contemporary but you know, you know what I'm getting at. I try and read the room and play covers appropriately. So you're not playing Beethoven? <laughs> no, oh, I could she though. She probably fucking could. I could, oh, no, but I, I won't. <laughs> yeah, I, that's my background on piano is I started taking lessons when I was five. Damn. And I was classically trained all through elementary, middle and high school. And um, before you think my parents are like stage parents or something, not even remotely the case at all. <laughs> They're like really sweet kind of scholarly people and they got a keyboard or a piano for my older sibling and we're kind of trying to make them play. And I, little five-year-old me, was like all over the keyboard. <laughs> yeah. I was like, I really want to play this. So, so it was like me that was pushing them like, please let me, please, <laughs> please let me take lessons. I think everyone's <laughs> sitting at this table. I have a term that I call myself. I call myself a stage whore. I think everybody at this table are stage whores. And that's not a put down. It's just a we like performing. Oh, I don't know. I'm more oh, like a stage up. a stage courtier. Yeah. <laughs> a stage courtesan. <laughs> exactly. Like I'm just I'm just delicately dancing with the stage at this point. <laughs> My bullshit yeah. detector is ringing really hot right now. <laughs> Darling, after this hiatus, I don't know. <laughs> Uh, I'm still. I'm on a journey to find myself. I'm on my journey. <laughs> so, Louise, are you are you touring this summer? Yes, I'm trying to tour this summer. We did an East Coast tour last summer, which was so fun that and so learning fun. experience. It was really fun. I was like watching on Instagram. And I was like, <laughs> I can't stop. I'm obsessed. I'm living vicariously through you on this trip right now. I was about to say, Louise, really you brought Brenda on tour with you. Oh my god, party! As a backup I'd just dancer. Be like, I mean, well, it was one thing that was really cool about tour last summer is. Uh, my dear friend Kirby came with us and helped with merch and just kind of got to be a part of it. So That's that cool. was really fun. Just like add little um, people to your family. Yeah. Yeah. So this summer um, with people's schedules, I don't think we can go for as long at one time. Last summer we did two weeks. And I think this summer we're going to do one week Mid-South tour and then maybe a couple months later do another little one week tour but that's what i'm working on right now that's my big project right now is planning out this tour planning another music video Ooh. or two which is um for those of you listening i have a music video out called blue romance that brenda and moth both star in so you should check it out link in my instagram bio at wheezy page w-e-e-z-y-p-a-g-e check it out we all look really great. <laughs> it's, like, it's a great video. When I need a little boost in self-confidence, which I often do right now, yeah. I'm like, okay, let's go watch the Blue Romance video. That, yeah. was, a, that was a good decision. Same. Every time I see it, like, because I have it in the link in my bio on my Instagram as well, which is the period Brendan period Newport. Look me up. Yes. Um, link in the bio. Um, but I'll just watch it and I'll get so excited about it. I'm just like, ah, that's so cool. I was a part of that. Because yeah. like, that was one of my, my first projects as a drag queen, like that's stepping awesome on the stage and everything and mm-hmm. so i was like i get to be in a music video okay that's, <laughs> that's a great fun. start yeah. yeah i was excited yeah. so it's such a good song too like good album mm-hmm. good Thank work you. Oh i'll gosh. tell y'all this... our friendship started with blue romance i really, it really did. did i mean we were kind of knew each other before that but yeah should, should we tell that little story it's really cute yeah absolutely and then i want to hear if you've got a tour story Okay. I'd yeah. love to hear a tour story a little bit later. <laughs> okay. So put that in your hat. Right. But yeah, so, so the inception of Mothy and Louise. Yeah. So I think, well, we knew each other through Jackson. Mm-hmm. Your My part- lovely partner. Yeah. Um, because Jackson and I used to work together at Urban Outfitters, which I worked at Urban Outfitters forever. <laughs> I <laughs> worked a there uh, three years. Um, but so I knew, I knew you kind of through Jackson and 
I don't know what inspired you to book me for your variety hour because I just wanted, I, will, I had such a girl crush on you. I was, <laughs> like, I was like, I'll just, I'll find some place to get Louise in so that I can just be around. Honestly, Aww. very similar to me putting myself in Lisa's pathway <laughs> and that I was like, I'm just, I don't appreciate you tripping me. <laughs> Sorry, girl. Like wow. you're just so tall. And I was, I was kneeling down, <laughs> but anyway, continue. But yeah, so I, I had just started performing. I was working at the public library at the time and I didn't have a band. I played solo and Moth at the time was doing a variety hour every month, I guess it was. It started every week and then went to every two weeks yeah. and then went to every month because girl was too ambitious for right. home britches. <laughs> but it was super fun. Um, and one of the variety hours that I was booked for was themed blue romance and I, I was like what if i wrote a song called blue romance and you were kind of like i mean okay you can if you want. and then it was, was like, that don't, song don't like don't yeah. try to like and within 20 minutes after texting me that she was like i have the lyrics blah blah, blah. like it was amazing well i was really inspired by the theme you i really was so i was fast. like this is my lana moment <laughs> yes. <laughs> do it yes. yeah. so um so that was cool and i think that little experience really bonded us Closer than just a working relationship. It was just... Now we're sisters. I was like, oh my gosh, <laughs> this girl is fucking cool as shit. I was like, because you just, I don't know, you blow me away with your ability to create. Thank like, you. When, when the channel gets clear, like, girl, it's so clear. <laughs> it's crystal clear. And that show was like... It was a good show. That Variety Hour was also the first show that... Yeah. I put Brenda on. I think so, yeah. Was that the first? Oh my God, I, I think it was. That was the first time we met. And I guess that was my first gig. Oh my God, oh my so God, what? It's such a small <laughs> world. All of this but, makes sense. And I remember seeing you perform and oh, being blown away. Yeah, it's because I had that really sparkly dress on. And I was like, I'm going to show up and show out. Okay? <laughs> All right, but I'll just say, I mean, you need a sparkly personality to fill up a sparkly dress. Mm -hmm. Sparkly, you know, yep. so don't give it all to the dress, girl. It's <laughs> everyone. Thank you, thank you. I've definitely come a long way since that first gig because, you know, now I have my, my own show at the pumping station and I work like multiple gigs like throughout like every single week and so it's like i'm pretty busy now and Me that's too. it's like so crazy we talk about this brenda and i are always inviting each other to each other's things <laughs> and we're both constantly oh doing things the same night that the yeah. other person is which is awesome we're thriving <laughs> i know we but are we never get to see each other <laughs> no perform ever. because we're both constantly performing I God, if you look at our text history it's like hey i have a show on this date and she's like oh me too let me know if you can come later and i'm like same like Good luck. I don't know. I'll see you around. So we'll have to do a show together is what that means. <laughs> yes, exactly. It obviously works out that way. Might as well. Yeah. I think that's a common occurrence among us entertainers is that we don't get to see our friends perform because our friends are performing. Yeah, exactly. Or something that happens to me now that I just started doing music full time back last fall. And I feel like I've just finally hit my stride in the past couple months. Mm -hmm. So on an average week, I'm performing and singing five or six nights a week, oh, yes. which That's is awesome. Amazing. I've had to kind of become like an athlete with my throat. Yeah. Like um, Me too. I've almost fully <laughs> cut out alcohol just because it's bad for your throat. <laughs> and um, same with caffeine, mm -hmm. drinking lots of tea. Um, you know, it's just, um, it's, it's pretty crazy. But the other thing is it kind of affects your social life. Like I feel like sometimes my friends get, Maybe a little tired of me constantly being like, hey, I have a show tonight. If you want to come to my show, it's tonight. But what I wish people would understand is it's like, girl, that's the only time I can see you because people are like, oh, I can't come tonight, but we got to get dinner sometime. And I'm like, bitch, when? Because I'm doing something <laughs> I'll be performing every dinner, evening. So. How, about, <laughs> yeah. how about breakfast? Yeah, I do Not a lot brunch. of breakfast dates because, yeah, that's really my my free time is on weekday mornings, which yeah. is when... Other people work, so <laughs> I have a question. Yeah. What, what are mornings? I, I don't understand that concept. Lisa has not seen a morning, <laughs> the morning sunlight, in at least twenty years. Bless. She's, She's a vampire. vampire. She, she wakes up. Mm -hmm. uh -huh. She wakes up at about one thirty, fresh Pastel as a daisy. <laughs> so, Louise, does, does pot affect your singing voice? Um, I'm sorry, mom, if you're listening to this guess. <laughs> mom, it's okay. It's all I'm natural. I'm really sorry. We don't, oh God. Okay. Well, yeah. So that is a thing I, for, I do smoke a lot of pot. I don't smoke cigarettes and I never have. I'm really just, just don't like them personally. And I had this experience in 2013 that I remember really clearly where I was like, 
Whoa, well, like, cigarettes! Are you paying the man to kill you? <laughs> like, Come on, flower child. Can you do a commercial for that? Um, um, yeah, that's like I'll just be wearing all tie dye, and I'll be like, "Hey, kids, don't let, <laughs> don't let the man kill you. Please don't pay for your own destruction." Love, Louise. Hey, don't <laughs> like, come for my gig. My yeah. whole brand is about. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> Brenda Newport right. here. Oh my gosh! I know. I, that's we can do like a left twix, right twix thing. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. Like, <laughs> but um, but yeah. So I use I used to slash still do smoke a lot but um i'm trying to cut back on that too um and i i've been trying to kind of switch to edibles because you know well it's just not smoking smoke on you it's not fire Um, so that's i have a lot of comical stories about that because um (laughs) just uh you don't always it's harder to control your dosage with edibles. Oh, hell yeah. So, um, they can lay you out. Yeah, I get Hit real zooted like sometimes. <laughs> zooted? Yeah. Zooted. Actually, one of the happiest nights of my life was like in recent memory. I'm not going to, this is lame if this is really the happiest night of my life. Oh my but God. when you perform, sometimes nights in become like so luxurious because mm-hmm. they're so rare. I mean, I get about one a week and sometimes I don't even get that because I'll use it to catch up with a friend or something. But yeah. last week, I had one night to myself and I turned off my cell phone and I ate an edible and I watched Wayne's World. Yes. <laughs> I was laughing my ass off. I really had an incredible time. Lots of style inspo from Cassandra. Yes. Lots. So Wayne's World was directed by a woman. It was a female director. Um, that makes sense to me because it stood the test of time. You know, um, you know, when you watch a movie from like the late eighties, early nineties that you thought you loved and then, and it's, it's just bad. like bad. It's, it's just bad. really um, offensive and not in a fun, funny way in a like lost boys in like an upsetting way. Yeah. Um, Wayne's world wasn't like that. It was actually really wholesome and funny. But yes. what was funny to me too, is like, I, I feel like I'm old now because the plot of Wayne's world, if you've never seen it is two guys have a show in their basement on public access television. And then the villain is this guy that um, is buys their show and is trying to put it on the air and give them a sponsor. So like, the what they're trying not to do i guess is sell out mm-hmm. and meanwhile i'm out here i'm like i've fully turned over to the dark side because i'm like i would love for a villain to put me on the air and oh, give me a sponsor <laughs> like where is my rob Lowe? because <laughs> i'd love to be to well, in that position. Only step away right now because you got a villain right here <laughs> do you do like sound and... effects over there can you put like a witch laugh in and a lightning strike <laughs> i don't hear it <laughs> I did it. It's okay. Um, <laughs> I just, I've we'll become, take care of that. We're on shows. It's fine. I've become a, a, a Memphis drag villain <laughs> over the course no of the past way. year. That's not even true. You're a Memphis drag renegade hero. Okay. <laughs> I agree. Thank I you. Agree. Thank yeah. you. She's resting in the bat cave right now. <laughs> there are a lot of bats in that cave right now. She's feasting on the sweater in your closet. I'm trying yeah. to. Hey, Moth, you know, I have actually seen the bat cave. The Batcave. The actual Batcave. Like from the, the movie, uh, the television. Oh, what? what? Did you touch the walls? Were they moist? Anybody been to LA? Mm. No. I've, I went to LA for the first time in October. You know where yes. Griffith Park is, the observatory is? Um, yeah, I do actually. Okay, so yeah. behind the observatory, there's another set of hills. And up in that hills, it's kind of like a rock quarry or something. And it's just the it's just the front of like where the Batmobile comes out. How cool! They just see oh some cave. God. Yeah, it was weird. And you're right in the middle of the city, and you can't hear anything. It's so well, quiet. You know, yeah. LA's millions and millions of people. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Long ago, lightning struck that quarry. A purple <laughs> bolt of lightning, and Lisa Michaels was born. Yes. She was. Yeah. Oh, that's she a great. Out of the hole. That's a great origin story. Yeah. Was Lisa. <laughs> An avocado in each hand. (laughs) (laughs) Ooh, I'm going to make a print of that. I am going to draw that. And that pay, can be and the cover of this. Um, of the, you're holding mac and cheese. At least <laughs> yeah. you, you're gonna have to listen to the podcast for this mac and cheese reference. Okay. <laughs> yeah, we were talking about postcoital mac and cheese earlier. Timely yeah. sounds yeah. good. Yeah, which is yeah. always agreeable. It's a bitch to clean yeah. up, though. I mean, well, I mean, mm. if, if you don't have the right cleaning solution, darling. Oh God. <laughs> <laughs> All right, moving on. <laughs> Mo- moving yeah. on. So, um, let's see. Louise, we're mm-hmm. going to come back to you in just a moment and, and we'll be roundtabling. But why don't we shift 
focus okay. onto the other voice that's been in the room. She introduced herself earlier, but mm-hmm. my lovely at this point, you're my you're my sister, you're my friend. Mm-hmm. You you were originally my drag daughter, but I don't know that I'm an I don't think I'm a fit mother. <laughs> I'm an unfit mother. Child services took me away. They did. That's okay. They did. But I <laughs> I love this girl. This is Brenda Newport. Yeah, hi. And rising Memphis drag superstar. Hi, yeah, I'm working on it. Yeah, I mean, Brenda, <laughs> Brenda you she's are. It. The rest of the family is just like, well, we want to hang out with Brenda, but she's get, she's out getting it. She's out getting it. I know. I feel like <laughs> that you are all the time. Like, like you said earlier, Louise, I was like making plans with your friends and like trying to like hang out with your like my like my drag family and everything i'd never get the chance to because i'm like well i have a show like i have to be there i gotta start getting ready at this time be there at this um so i can like fit like a hour coffee break like right in between somewhere <laughs> you know like it's so awkward and i feel like super crazy but i have like a schedule which today doesn't prove it because i was 15 minutes late for this podcast <laughs> Baby, but don't worry. Okay. we lost an hour last night if that makes you feel better oh, we sprung forward so that's why everyone that happened to me i looked at my phone last night i was like 3 a.m i going was confused on? yeah you and lost i went an hour. see and i went to like a wedding last night so it's like we partied hard at this wedding and then i came home and i was like what am i doing and laying in bed i look at my phone and i'm like oh god it's time to go and i just like race down the street and get here from Cordova, but it's cool. <laughs> but, but but you're here and thank you for being yes, here. <laughs> and I'm so happy to be here. Yeah. Just look at all you lovely faces. Uh-huh, because I was like, I really want like a, a, this reunited moment yeah. Blue to happen. Romance reunion. Oh my gosh. Yes. Can, we, yeah. can we make that a regular occurrence? Uh, yes. Y'all, you yes. three bitches are always like, you know, bitches. I've got, I've got bitches with a Z and a capital B. I hope you're like, I've got, I've got a show. I've got, I missed like both of y'all performing on Friday. Cause you sure I did. Cause you I, sure cause did. I couldn't get myself out of the fucking house. Okay. I can't, I can't leave my house. Is it an escape room or what? When I say if it, of my own making, because like I hide the key from myself. So I don't have to go anywhere. <laughs> like I'm, I am, I used to joke about being the Emily Dickinson of drag. I am the Emily Dickinson of drag now. That's a big mood, though, because I totally get that. There are days where I'm, like, getting ready, like, putting my lashes on the mirror, and I have, like, 15 minutes to get there, and I'm like, I don't don't know. I don't know if I can do this. Like, I'm just so, like, tired. I'm like, okay, you're just going to go. You got to do it. I think that's an interesting thing. Like, performers of any type, you have to have a really strong internal engine of energy and confidence, and it's not always easy. Um, and I think that sometimes from the outside looking in, it looks like it's all just really, really fun because a lot of it's advertising too. Like, mm-hmm. look how sparkly and fun I am. Come to the place <laughs> that I'm at. Ha, 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 ha. You know, but, but it's hard sometimes because you really do, um, especially if you're doing what Brenda and I are doing and kind of like trying to get your foot in the door and really grinding and performing every night, you kind of have to be on every night and you usually don't have someone who is, <laughs> doing any of like the self-esteem confidence work for you it's more the opposite it's more like people are like wow like she's so into herself yeah right and then you just have to be like i am because what i'm doing is really great and i I hope that you find that for yourself too yeah you really have to like take that drive and find it in yourself because it's like yeah you have like your close loved ones like pushing and being like you're doing amazing sweetie you know like and wanting you to like jump out of the nest and fly but it's like also there are days where you're like super tired and don't even know if you could like like make it through this gig you know and then other times you're just kind of like having to look within yourself like and push through and like find that drive because sometimes i'm tired y'all like because i work i have like a daytime job as well and then i do this nightlife thing i have multiple gigs throughout the week and then i work like five six shifts throughout the week so i'm working like a total of six to seven days out of the week like just so i can focus on more drag because that's like where my big dreams are my vision is to like you know, that's the ladder of success I want to climb. Are you so. doing out of town gigs? I haven't yet, but I have some bookings um, coming up, I think, in Atlanta. I'm working yes. with. Um, Congratulations, awesome. baby. Yeah, yes. I've been. You're I know killing it. Coco Rose, um, who's a burlesque girl. Yes. She, yes. Yeah, um, we love Coco. Um, <laughs> she's been doing, like, she's coming back into town and we're going to try and set something up. Um, she's not, we haven't set, like, a final date or anything because, honestly, I need to make sure it's a ways in advance so I can just be like, all right, check, I'll be there, you know, mm. like, and not have to worry about anything coming up. But. 
yeah, so I'm going to try and get something with her, like, in Atlanta somewhere. And I want to, like, start booking things in, like, Jonesboro and, like, Arkansas and, like, just kind of, like, spread my creepy little glamour toes all over the place. And <laughs> Your creepy little glamour toes. <laughs> I just, you know, like, get a, stealing that for an album title. <laughs> little glamour toes. That would be the B-Sides album. Yeah, yeah of course. I just did track. some shows in Atlanta, and I fell in love with that city. Oh, I know. It's, it's, there's a little place called Little Five Points, which is, like, Midtown mm. Squared. Yeah. Yeah, no. I really want to go and like start getting some more bookings like in Atlanta and other cities and stuff because like I went to Chicago this past week. I like saved up some money and took a little vacation and we went and checked out like all the clubs and everything and like I met some cool queens like Imp Queen and stuff like that. Oh, Um, Impy, who's had some Memphis drama going on. While yeah. I was there, you guys, that was the craziest yeah, that was thing crazy. ever and so embarrassing because I was like, hi, I'm from Memphis. Yeah, I'm a drag queen in Memphis. And then like some random white girl starts harassing her from Memphis. And I was like, yeah, OK, so that's the second person you've come into contact tonight from Memphis. And one of them has burned you horribly mm-hmm. and like, oh, but that got taken care of real quick, as we all saw. If you Thanks, Wiseacre. Yes, cleaning up business. Yeah, I was just talking to Brian about that last night. You know? Yeah, deleted that girl off Instagram. I was like, didn't know who you were before. <laughs> Definitely don't know who you are now. Yeah, right. <laughs> it was brought to my attention, Moth. Now would be a good time to plan shows with Wiseacre. Yes, it would be. I'm serious. Hey, Wiseacre, this is Mothy and Lisa. <laughs> if you want to hit us up, um, well, I've got email addresses now. We're we're, we're good. Actually, we're Wiseacre, good. we're going to be hitting you up. So um, <laughs> yes, we are. Yeah. You'll hear from us. In fact, Louise, yeah. if you want to do a show together at Wiseacre at some point, let me know. I would love to. Actually, um, my saxophonist Michael Lorenzi uh, works at Wiseacre. So we got the connect. We are double connected. <laughs> Memphis family. Double connected. Yeah. And if we do a family time show, that involves be dancers and drag queens and lions and tigers and bears and you know. Mm. Well, I don't know about bears, but you know, <laughs> I've got I've got the bear part taken care of. I would personally love if some bears came to the. <laughs> I know. I love it when you said like if it's a crowd full of dads. I was like, that's like my crowd <laughs> right there. Honestly, dads love me. <laughs> to be really real with you, like, well, because of your repertoire, and also I feel like you are, as an artist, you are incredibly unique, but you are so relatable and accessible at the same time. Thank you. Which doesn't so nice. happen very often. Yeah, you know, because I think about like Gaga territory. Like Gaga mm. has always been interesting and unique, but I don't know if Gaga's necessarily ever been relatable. Other, which is why yeah. she's always like, "I'm a t- I'm Italian." Be sure, <laughs> let me be sure to drop the that I'm Italian. I'm just an Italian girl. Yeah. What well, I, watch- I really appreciate that. That's so sweet. <laughs> what I like about watching I'm Louise, like- you become bigger than life. Yeah. You perform oh, seriously. Thank you. You. you are truly a performer. I lose yeah. myself in it. That's the secret. Mm, it's yes. like. Well, it's interesting because, um, you know, I didn't start really doing this, doing it like I'm doing it now until I was 22. And a lot of people start younger than that. Um, I've been playing music my whole life, but definitely not my original music out and about. And it was a confidence thing, you know, because a lot of me is in the songs. I write them and I write all the words. And so it's not even, for me at least, it wasn't even the same fear of performing that you get when you're doing a cover um, because I'm like, if, if people don't like it, it's not, it's, that's so much of me is in these songs that it'll like crush me. But so, so, you know, I've kind of gotten bigger as I go along because I've learned slowly, but surely that if you are fully believing in what you're doing and losing yourself in it and thinking about what you're saying rather than what people are hearing, that's what do you mean by that? I mean, that when you're feeling insecure about your performance, often I think it comes from you are, you're thinking about the audience and how they're perceiving you and what is going on in their heads. And it starts to make you feel insecure. And rather than that, what I try to do, because I've written the songs, is instead think about what I'm saying and really try to say it in the best, most passionate way I can. You know, Isn't it a joy when you see people like dancing to your music? It's, it's like, it is. It's just like makes me so happy it is or um i have a couple people who will sing along now Ooh. the first time that happened i was it like kind of messed me up i was like oh but yeah it's cool and i just want to say brenda i knew that you were going to be doing big things in drag the second you were in my music video Thank i really you. did because you killed it you wow. really did you two both of you brought this incredible energy to that set that just made the video 
mean, a lot of people made that video happen, but you two brought the special sparkle. I love it, man. I yeah. had so much fun putting that together yeah. and like being a part of that and then getting to watch it. And when we went to, uh, what was that? The Memphis film? Indie Memphis. Indie Memphis Film Festival. We got to watch our, yeah. the video like play up there and it was On so weird. On the big weird. screen. And um, so now because that video was in Indie Memphis, Indie Memphis, um, I don't know exactly how it works, but they're, they're allowed to play that video because it's part of their festival oh, okay. repertoire. And so they played it before the showing of a movie at... Um, the Ridgeway Movie Theater. Oh yeah, yeah. No, yeah. I, I think I sent that. that to you guys. That's so cool. It was cool. I was like, I wish someone had told me because I would have been there. I would have been like, <laughs> "Hello, audience. That was my video. <laughs> Thank you for Check watching." Me out. <laughs> yeah. But uh, but it's cool. That video has well, been it, really cool. Here's the thought: yeah. um, if they play it again next year, my band has played the movie uh, twice. Once because of the documentary that was I mean, oh, yeah. Transcend. About transgender people in Memphis. Yes. We exist. And uh, last year they just had me play. So that's awesome. Right before a movie. But it is. Yeah, you know, yeah. I did a little bit of that with Indie Memphis, just playing some piano. But yeah, Indie Memphis is cool. It's cool. Um, can I plug something really quick? Yes. No. It's a music Sorry. video thing. Plug anything Ooh. you want. So, Full consent. Um, I have this music video that I'm working on with Studio 143, which is an up-and-coming production studio, I guess, in Memphis. And they're amazing. They're awesome. You should look them up. We have some friends who are involved with them, which just makes it fun, too. It's kind of like a family affair, you know. But this song is called Future Runaway Bride, and it is, if I do say so myself, a full-on disco banger. It is yes. so fun. It's like a dancey song, and... The concept for the music video, if you can't tell from the title of the song, is going to be like a kooky wedding where the bride, me, runs away. So we're going to need so many extras for this because we need um, wedding party and wedding audience. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I think we're filming. I think like no one take me fully on my word on this, but I think we're doing it on June 1st, if not that exact date, somewhere around early June. So it'll be a June wedding. Um, uh, I'm registered at Manolo Blahnik. Just kidding. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> but, um, but anyway, if anyone's interested, we'll need so many extras and everyone is invited unless you're, you know, like an abusive piece of shit or something like, please don't come. But you know, all of my, all of my friends abusive are invited. You know? like, but, um, but yeah, you know, the family time circle is all invited, especially because I want the bride side of the wedding to be like very kooky and colorful and queer and the groom side to be very like vineyard vines. You know? so, <laughs> Milk <not> to, toast. <laughs> yeah. You know, the khaki pants and the bow ties and the tight lipped smiles. That's like what I want. So, um, so let's fill out the kooky side a little. <laughs> yeah, that know? sounds like so much fun. It'll be fun. It'll be cool. So if anyone's interested in that, yes. more details to come. Yeah. Very you much tune, so. You all need to be bridesmaids. Okay. Yes. All three of you. <laughs> oh, there we go. Always want to be a bridesmaid. Yeah. Ready to run fantasy. <laughs> oh. So let's talk a little bit about, let's shift gears into, I really want to know, you know, every one of us has a weird story from our days of performing. So I want to know if you've got a crazy tour story. And Brenda, I want to know if you've just got a crazy night in drag. Yeah, probably. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that comes to mind. Like, like reach into the fog. Because, girl, I can't remember anything that I've done with a wig on. Uh, I'm a I different... Know. It's like it comes off and like so do all the memories. Yeah, I always, I always tell people it's like, you know, moth is who I become when I like fall asleep at night. I'm like, yeah. I astral project out of my body. <laughs> That's why I see you in so many dreams. <laughs> oh, wow. I've been really kidding. Oh, oh there you oh. go. Yeah. Oh, I wish that I could see something mm. in my dream. I don't dream about anything because I'm on. Because you're hanging out uh, with me. Hey. Anti-convulsants. <laughs> you're eating my dreams. That's okay. Please do. Take Is there them. a soundtrack to the dreams, though? <laughs> um, like, a, like a low, like a minor chord. Just one long minor chord. Just, <laughs> and like some soft groaning every now and then. Yes. Mm. And some mac and cheese. And like the sound of, of mac and cheese being stirred. Yeah. Scraping the pot. All right. Let's hear one. these stories. Yes. So. All right. So I've only been on one tour. Um, I guess I'll tell 
quickly a positive and a negative story because the weird thing about something like going on tour is it's it's seriously so much fun I mean it's one of the most fun things I've ever done and it was really exciting and it's like so much packed into two weeks you know it's it's the most I've ever done in two weeks in my life like um little things like okay we were at the beach in Virginia this morning and then we drove to Pennsylvania and played a show in Pennsylvania tonight you know it's like a lot is going on in every single day. And then you have these stretches of driving where you're just like on your phone. And yeah. it's, it's a really curious lifestyle, but really fun. A lot of togetherness. My band and I really got to know each other and they especially really got to know me because um, we stayed with a lot of my family members. I have a lot of family on the East coast. So I kind of set it up so that we could stay with my aunt in Virginia and my grandma in North Carolina and my parents in Pennsylvania, which this isn't even the story I was going to tell, but this story is so funny that I'm going to tell it. Okay. Um, the happy story I was going to tell is just that we played a great show in Asheville, North Carolina. And some people asked us all as a band to sign their acoustic guitar afterwards. It's like, there's not even a guitar in my band, but we'll totally <laughs> sign yours. That's so fun. Um, so we had some great uh, stories like that. But a funny one is we were staying with my family a lot, right? And um, I think the first family member we stayed with was my grandmother. And she has this framed photograph of... It's either her grandmother or her great grandmother. And it's an old photo. It's from like the early 1900s. The woman in the photo is really beautiful, but she has a super serious look on her face. It's like a sepia toned old photograph she has framed in her house. And I don't know, we're all just punchy. And my grandma has a cool house. She's like very artistic and it's like this eclectic, artistic, neat house. So we're all punchy and like exploring the house. And some of the guys in my band started joking around about this photograph being haunted um, what they didn't know was that a couple of years ago for some holiday, my grandmother had made identical framed copies of that picture and sent it to everyone in my family. So the next place we stayed was with my aunt and the same picture was there <laughs> and everyone was like, Oh, wait, 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 oh my God. <laughs> it's like, it's they had guys. talked about the picture being haunted. And then we stayed with my parents in my hometown in Pennsylvania and the picture was there too. <laughs> and everyone was like, ah, Oh my God, the haunted photograph is following us on tour. So that was um that was a fun little tour. That was fun for me too because I knew it was going to happen and no one else did. <laughs> I was like, ha. You're just waiting for <laughs> My it. My ancestors are following you up the East Coast. <laughs> um, but we seriously had so much fun, and I'm from Pennsylvania, so it was fun for me to sort of return to the motherland and go you know, up the East Coast. It was really really cool. The smell uh, of Hershey's chocolate in the distance. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I grew up going to Hershey Park, which is a candy themed theme park. Really? Never been to Disney, but I've been to Hershey. And I'm not going to say it's better because I've never been to Disney, but it was, it's pretty, it's like, you know, there's like big Hershey kisses and stuff. What? Around. Cute. It's I cool. love that. Oh, yeah. I've been to really Disney. Fun. It sounds better. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it was like happiest place on earth, more like the most miserable, crowded, germiest, grimiest and, place ooh, on earth. Yeah. The germs like, killed Oh my gosh. Yeah. We all got sick. I grew up in Southern California, so I've been to Disneyland more times than I can care to have i never go to disneyland again <laughs> i went to disney world with my first wife yes i'm a serial marriage person. and we lasted four hours because we oh. go god this is just like disneyland why are we here yeah and then we went to sea world go yeah. figure <laughs> doesn't make sense anyway mm -hmm. let's oh, miss okay. newport um, let's see so a crazy story in drag um, okay, I gotta be careful. I don't want to drop any names or make sure nobody knows who that is. We, we can you edit can drop names. We want you to drop names. <laughs> oh my God, stop. No, no. I, Name them. <laughs> I, I've Stupid. tried very hard not to drop the names of anybody that I fucking hate because I fucking hate some people. <laughs> <laughs> because I don't want to be inflammatory. Uh, yeah, so, well. You don't want to give people you hate that energy either. Exactly, no. They I don't already, deserve the airtime. I've already filled the voodoo dolls yeah, with enough pens. It's not even like I hate these people. The story is just about two very drunk individuals that were at one of the shows that I was working at. And they just, okay, so let me, let me break it down. So I'm performing. I'm doing like, I don't even remember, probably some Whitney Houston song is like my mm. performance. Like I'm, I'm here for the moment. I'm turning it out. I'm serving looks, you know. Well, so everybody else is feeling their oats at the same time. So it's like, because at these Bar DKDC gigs that we do on mondays at 9 30 people love to get like just wasted they just love on a to get monday drunk. night on a monday night in this intimate bar with a bunch of drag queens which and so, come, come and do so but, uh, no, I was <laughs> but tip your bartender oh tip yeah. the queens and 
tip the bartender. We love yeah. Tia. She's our bartender. She works every time we have our gig and everything. She takes good care of us and we make sure she's taken care of too. So, yeah. Um, but yeah, I know these people were just like dancing and it was like, you know, I don't mind you doing a little rocking back and forth. Like, oh, I love this song. But they were like working together a whole dance number, like doing spins, like twisting, like while I'm also performing in this small little bar. And I'm DKDC like, DKDC is so small. It's so small. And I was like, <laughs> you cannot be like doing a whole ballroom moment right now. And I was like, this is my song. Um, and so I just like walked up to him. I started like kind of like shimming and putting my arms around them and just like pushing them very slowly, like uh-huh. singing to them. And they're just like, wow, oh, a drag queen, you know, like staring at me so lovingly. And I was like, you guys go over here. And I had to like, I pushed them out of the way. Well, then they came back. And then the dude like did a spin and fell and like my song like ended like right when that happened. So he like falls in the middle of the dance floor and I'm like, thank you for letting me perform and thank you for my helpful (laughs) assistant. Like, you know, and then later he comes up to me and he's like, oh, I'm so sorry, Miss Newport. I'm so sorry. And then he starts handing me cigarettes as a way to say, I'm sorry, like, forgive me and starts handing me like individual cigarettes. And I was like. Thank you. Like, I was like, okay. It's like that old commercial. Nobody pays me in cigarettes. <laughs> <laughs> but they do. <laughs> but the, um, what a great image, though, like for a poster or a T-shirt. Just your hand, your hands with like one, maybe one yeah. nail broken off, just like at the tip. Accurate. So it's a little bit jagged because yeah. like you've got to protect yourself as a woman, oh, of course. And just like holding all these cigarettes and like a crumpled up dolly, maybe. That's See, what my hands looked like. He was like, "Oh, sorry. Like, here's a dollar bill and five cigarettes and I was like eh, okay fair trade let's move <laughs> like, <laughs> next time if you're singing Whitney and that happens you should bust right into it's not right but it's okay oh my god I need to do <laughs> a mix and make it anyway <laughs> take them out yeah. that's just like a crazy story of people like because people love to have fun at drag shows obviously which yeah. is what it's for like I'm here to bring the energy like we're here to have a good time and it's like I don't know why but at that gig every time like somebody just gets way too drunk and they start dancing with me and they like want to like hold my hips and I'm like, yeah, okay, bye. <laughs> like, I don't know. Doing the number here. I, was, I know. I was <laughs> There's like, choreography. I was like, this is rehearsed. <laughs> like, wait, I'm not ready. Um, But I mean, I honestly love it too because like, you can like watch when you're like performing a drag and if you give like one person attention, like especially just like a middle-aged white woman, they love it. They're just like, oh my God. Like, oh, you make Why me- do we both know how to milk middle-aged white women for tips? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's a skill that you should all carry in your back pocket. They tip very well. They okay. do. They really do. Some, I mean, sometimes. <laughs> I mean, well, I mean, yeah, I wait tables too and sometimes I don't tip while doing that. But yeah. I mean, for the drag shows, they're like, here's $10. And I'm mm-hmm. like... <laughs> Okay, if bro. I sing shallow, I get like tips yeah. from <laughs> you know, every time, every time. That's so funny. I'm yeah. sure since that movie has come out, I feel like that soundtrack has been like blasted out of the water and every live musician has to be playing mm-hmm. shallow. I'm happy they about it because I like the songs. Oh, <laughs> I like I, to sing them. So I'm like, yeah, I was about to say, I really did like the movie. That yeah. I, I'm just one of those gays. that's like a star is born legend, Lady Gaga icon. Yes. <laughs> the Amazing. You know, <laughs> I know. Leave your wife. Anyway. <laughs> Be with Gaga. Be with Gaga lady. The real OTP, my shipping. <laughs> gone. Okay. So <clears throat> thank you for your story. I've been <laughs> riveted by that. So for the last few minutes, just like, is there anything else that y'all want to plug? Anything to remind our listeners of any upcoming projects? Okay. Let me think. Uh, yeah. Um, so I'm just going to plug some of my weekly gigs. So every Monday at 9.30, I am in a show. It's Mary Gagdalen's show. Um, it's called mm-hmm. Mary, Gag- uh, Mary Gagdalen and Her Gaggle of Gals. And so Cute. it's a mouthful. Um, but no, so, pun intended. no, no pun intended, honey. Um, no, but, uh, we're always there. Show starts usually around 9.30 this upcoming Monday, which I believe is, is that the 11th? Oh, yeah, tomorrow. Tomorrow is it's the um, birthday it's of our sister. Miss Holly Walnuts, who oh, I love her. She's the Romy to my Michelle, I swear. I can't get enough of her. But it's her birthday bash, so we're like doing celebration for that. The show starts around 9.30. Um, and then every Thursday, I host a RuPaul's Drag Race viewing party at uh, the pumping station. So we like play games and do trivia. And like sometimes I'll have some girls perform in between the commercial breaks. And we just have a good time. I'm like, I'm really enjoying that gig. It's a lot of fun because it's my first like big girl gig like by myself and so it's like crazy to have to like hop on a microphone and like do the damn thing like by myself but it's amazing i love it and so i have those coming up and everything and then catch me at drew's usually thursdays 10 30 um and somewhere in between (laughs) i'm sure you see me around 
I just want to say I love that you referenced Romeo and Michelle because um, my little moment last week when I watched Wayne's World, I watched Romeo and Michelle next. Oh, guilty pleasure. Not even guilty pleasure. Hold on. True pleasure. Of course, we're the only people here not dressed like we're going to a hoedown. (laughs) It's a great movie. Highly recommend. Yes. I hope your Um, babies look like monkeys. Oh, oh, so I guess my weekly gigs are I play during brunch at a local. Usually it's one o'clock to four o'clock. Today we're doing one thirty to four thirty. Special concessions were made so that I could yes. be on family time. Yes. Um, and then I play there Mondays, six o'clock to nine o'clock um, during dinner and Thursdays, six o'clock to nine o'clock. Um that does change occasionally if I have a gig with my band. So for exact weekly dates, uh, follow my Instagram, Wheezy Page. And then I play at the Zebra Lounge about twice a month. It's usually on Tuesdays, 6.30 to 11.30. And I'll be playing there this Tuesday. Zebra Lounge is a local piano bar. And it's really, really a fun time. That is like a fun place to be. And on the Zebra Lounge website, they have a full monthly schedule. So you can just look for Louise. Those are the nights I play. Um, Yeah, and be on the lookout for my album coming out this summer. I'm really... Really excited yes, about it. Me too. It's gonna be cool. Oh, and what's the? Can, what are you ready to release the name of the album? Or are you gonna hold on to that for a little? I'm gonna bit? hold on to You're it. You're gonna hold on to it because I change my mind about it like every week. Yeah, <laughs> I really do think I know what it is. So I'll tell you off the air. But that, sorry, listeners, you're gonna have to wait. I don't blame you. <laughs> I change my mind about my career every week, <laughs> every day. Yeah. <laughs> Just holding on for dear life. Well, Louise um, and Brenda, we love you oh, yeah. so love you much. You Hugging. Thank you for being mm. here with us for this little reunion. Yeah. And I cannot wait to work with both of you Thank and you. be out under the moonlight with you <laughs> sooner rather than later. Yeah. And one more thing. He says, is there anything we want to say? I want to say too, just to treat everyone you meet with kindness. Even if someone comes at you with cruelty, you do not have to stoop to their level or let their negative energy affect the energy that you are putting out and um, just spread love and light and joy. And I love you guys so much. Amen. <laughs> Oh, I almost ruined that. I was like, nah, fight them. <laughs> well, I, yeah, that's, why, that's why I'm friends with a lot of fire signs, because I need that energy. <laughs> you know, whatever. <laughs> no, fight, flight, or freeze. I'm like in freeze mode right now. I'm in the refrigerator. But we but we love y'all, and thank you so much. Okay, Miss Lisa. Yes, to, Mothy. To anybody out there listening, and everybody out there listening, my name is Moth, Moth, Moth. And I am Lisa Michaels, also known as the Purple Hair Tramazon. And this has been Family Time. And no matter where you are or where you're listening, know that we love you and that you have a family with us. And remember, listen to it on headphones if you've got kids around. <laughs> exactly, exactly. <laughs> Mom, can... don't listen. <laughs> don't <laughs> listen at all. Mom, Mom turn your headphones off. <laughs> okay, we love y'all. Bye. Bye. Family Time Podcast is an OAM production available on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher Radio, Google Play, and the OAMnetwork.com. Your hosts were Lisa Michaels and Moth Moth Moth, produced by Gil Worth. Logo by Legends of Shelda Design and Illustration. You can find Lisa Michaels on Facebook and also on Instagram at Looks Like Lisa and Moth on Instagram at Magical Miss Mothy.